The power ranking is out for the Locked On Podcast Network in regards to the Metropolitan Division. And where do the New Jersey Devils rank amongst the Locked On NHL hosts? And what are my overall thoughts to not only the Devils, but the other teams in the Metro? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Buckle up, everybody. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils driver for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So, this isn't my normal studio. Well, if you missed the last episode, I told you guys that I was going to be moving cross-country. I was going to be moving to Arizona because I'm going to be pursuing my master's degree at Arizona State University. So, Uh, This is day one of me being in Phoenix, Arizona. I told you guys to bear with me. I appreciate your understanding and your patience. This is definitely going to be a transitioning period for me just because uh, I'm going to be three hours behind. So uh, like I mentioned in the last episode, there might be a scenario where the New Jersey Devils have a game at 7 p.m., but it's still 4 p.m. Western time. So it might take me a moment to get to the game because I might be in class. But I thank you guys for your patience once again. And let's just talk about the New Jersey Devils, shall we? Because for the time being, I'm hunkered down in a hotel room and fingers crossed that the Wi-Fi does not give out on me. So recently, the Metropolitan Division power rankings were released courtesy of the colleagues of Locked On. So here's how it ranks. You got the Carolina Hurricanes at number one, the New York Rangers at number two, the Pittsburgh Penguins at number three, the Washington Capitals at number four, Columbus Blue Jackets number five, New York Islanders number six, the New Jersey Devils at number seven, and in last, the Philadelphia Trashers, I mean Flyers. But um, so you're, you're probably wondering, how did we come to that power ranking? Well, each host of Locked On NHL, so I'm the host of Locked On Devils, uh, the people over at Locked On Sharks, Locked On Panthers, Locked On Canadians, Locked On Maple Leafs, we all had a vote in regards to just uh, – trying to determine how we feel as though the power rankings are going to go in regards to this season. And when it came to the Metropolitan Division, everyone gave their opinion as to where do they think each respective team is going to place. Now, I did have a vote, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did put the New Jersey Devils at number one, but my reasoning for that was not because I believe that the New Jersey Devils will finish first in the Metropolitan Division. I'm not delusional. I just did it because I know like many uh, uh, NHL fans out there, I know some of my colleagues at Locked On, they kind of have a little bit of a vendetta against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, I'll admit I kind of have a uh, a fault in that just because I do troll a lot, especially on my social media. You saw what I, what happened between me and Locked On Senators, but you know, it's all in fun. But nonetheless, uh, uh, digressing a bit, I just felt as though that people would just say, oh, the New Jersey Devils, they missed out on Johnny Goodrow. They missed out on Kevin Fiala. They missed out on Alex DeBrinkett. They missed out on so many other players. There's no way that this offseason was a success for them. So they're going to finish last in the division. I don't I don't know who would put the Devils at last. But, you know, my, my thing was that I was just trying to give the Devils a little more traction and a little bit more respect because I just didn't want them to possibly – finish last because I don't know what the mindset is for some of my colleagues, but we'll talk about that momentarily. So my overall initial reaction to this is like, okay, 
yeah, you got the Carolina Hurricanes. You got the New York Rangers. I believe those two teams are a lock to make the playoffs. And then you got a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins. You got a team like the Washington Capitals. And then obviously another older team is the New York Islanders. So basically it's just like, where are the Devils going to finish? Because in previous episodes, I've talked about how if the New Jersey Devils really want to make some noise this season, it's right there for them. But a lot has to go well for them in order to get into that position of maybe being an underdog team, a sleeper team, a wild card team. A lot has go- has to go right in order for the New Jersey Devils to get to the position that they want to get to. And I feel as though, you know, when you look at positions four through seven, I feel as though it's basically flip a coin for some of these teams. Now, obviously, you got the Washington Capitals, a team that has full of veterans on their roster. They have a once in a generation player in Alexander Ovechkin, obviously one of the greatest to ever do it. So you never really want to underestimate someone like Alexander Ovechkin and what he could potentially do, because it's not just Ovechkin. It's not just in the NHL, but you look at some players in the NFL, the MLB, NBA, you never sleep on uh, the legends of the game because they're going to find a way to try to take their team to the promised land. They're going to try to will their team into that position. So you do have to worry about Alexander Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals because they've been in this position before. They're a championship team and they're just going to do whatever it takes to try to get into the wild card or wherever the case might be. Then you got the Columbus Blue Jackets, one of the youngest teams in the NHL. No, in fact, let me rephrase that. They are the youngest team in the NHL, and they did get Johnny Goodrow, so that's also a question mark. The New York Islanders, they haven't really done anything this free agency, and it's just like they're one of the uh, older teams in the NHL as well compared with the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then you got us. So that's obviously a question mark in that regard. So. Like I said, this was uh, conducted through each host of Locked On NHL and basically asked our opinions in regards to, like, where do we think the teams are going to finish in the Metro? So there it is. If you're watching on YouTube, you can obviously see the graphic. And uh, if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, let me repeat it again. Hurricanes, Rangers, Penguins, Capitals, Blue Jackets, Islanders, Devils, Flyers. So here's what some of my colleagues had to say in regards to uh, the overall circumstance of the Metropolitan Division. So... Ian McLaren, who is the host of Lockdown Bruins, he said, Islanders and Devils flipped for me, but all else stands. So he thinks the New Jersey Devils are going to finish in the sixth position and the Islanders are going to be the second to last team. So I I think Ian is trying to give the New Jersey Devils the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, like I said, obviously with the Columbus Blue Jackets getting Johnny Goodrow and them striking gold this free agency and then, you got a team like the Washington Capitals, a team that's full of veterans, and then you don't know what's going to happen to the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. So it's just like uh, I get Ian's mindset. And quite honestly, um, if I had to like put money on the line, in fact, you know what? I'll talk about that a little later in the episode. Let's go on to uh, another opinion from one of my colleagues at Locked On NHL. So J.D. Young, he is the host of Locked On Sharks. He said, I really struggled with the four to seven teams. So he knew that he was going to put the Flyers at last. He knew that the Hurricanes, Rangers, and Penguins, in his eyes, are a lock to make the playoffs. But he's just like, what about that four through seven position? And I can't really fault him for that because, you know, there are a lot of question marks in that regards. And some of the questions that I just brought up was like, you know, did the Devils really significantly improve? They they improved by default, but will it be significant enough for them to make some noise? 
So one of the factors is definitely going to be Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes was ranked as one of the top 20 centers in the entire NHL recently. So it, are you going to anticipate a big season from Jack Hughes? Is Nico Keisher going to be an all-star? Is Jesper Bratt going to be an all-star? Will Andre Palat be that glue piece that Devils have been looking for? And I think the biggest question mark of them all is like, how's the goaltending situation going to be for the Devils? Because their goaltending is what brought them down last year. And then when you look at a team like the Islanders, one of the oldest teams in the NHL, and it's just like, what's going to happen to them? Where are they going to finish? That's sort of a question mark in that regards. Capitals, same way. It's just like, you don't want to underestimate Alexander Ovechkin, but at the same time, it's just like they're not the team that they once were. And the same can be said for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have full respect towards the Penguins organization for trying to keep their core together. They've been doing it for years and years. It's hard to believe that they're essentially keeping the, the same core pieces from when they won the Stanley Cup finals like years ago, like over a decade ago. So it's just like it, it's hard to believe that it's already been that long. And I have full respect towards the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, but you can't keep doing this forever. You know, you're not really building a championship team. You're building a respectable team and a team that definitely will give, be given credit when credit is due. But at the same time, you're not competing for a championship and you can't keep doing this forever. So what's going to happen in that regards. And then uh, when looking at the Columbus blue jackets, Here's my overall thing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Remember when the New Jersey Devils were the youngest team in the NHL just a couple of years ago? Based on experience and going through that roller coaster, expect a lot of your young guys to hit that wall. So that's my overall thing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're the youngest team in the NHL, and they did get Johnny Goodrow. That is a big pickup, and I believe Johnny Goodrow is going to do his thing, but the team surrounding him, isn't all that good. You know, I'm, I'm surprised they were able to keep Patrick Line on the team, but it doesn't change the fact that the, that the Columbus Blue Jackets are the youngest team in the NHL, and those young guys are going to hit a wall as the season progresses. So my overall prediction for the Columbus Blue Jackets, I think they're going to get off to a pretty respectable start. They might go on like a three- or four-game win streak. People are going to think that they're legit, but come January, come February, when those guys uh, just don't have their legs underneath them, Expect the Columbus Blue Jackets to just maybe take a downward spin a little bit. And it's one of the reasons why I tweeted a few weeks ago saying, I believe the New Jersey Devils will have a better record than the Columbus Blue Jackets, despite getting Johnny Goodrow. So once again, this is not me being salty towards Johnny Goodrow and the overall signing in that regards. It's just stating the fact, which is youngest team in the NHL, and it, it's not going to stop them from uh, the repercussions of being a relatively young team. Bright future, and but like I said, the same could be said for the Devils just a couple years ago when we were the youngest team in the NHL. So remember what happened there? Roller coaster. So I anticipate the same thing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, for us, it's just like, you know, the, the overall question is like, did the Devils improve significant enough to maybe be given the respect they, they maybe – deserve or not deserve it depends on who you ask but have we improved significantly enough to to the point where maybe we can be a sleeper or a playoff team and i'll explain that momentarily but first i want to bring you guys the first and only library this morning and it comes from our friends at built bar so if you haven't tried built bar puffs yet you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys and guess what there's a new flavor ready delicious indulgent cookie dough Covered in chocolate, that's right, Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite flavor, 
cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture real cookie dough chunks and of course they're covered in 100 real chocolate all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it plus it's healthy for you cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they are a whopping 15 grams of protein in them run to built.com snag a box for you and your family and it'll be the perfect treat or you can uh get uh you know you could get some more because uh, your mother is not going to hide them from you because they are so healthy. Like all built bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty chocolate covered cookie dough with a light fluffy texture. So good. And what's great about built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love cookie dough chunk puffs, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, Maybe it's something to get you through the day at work. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Dish the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. The offer is go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 50% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So once again, let's do a little bit of a recap. So Hurricanes, Rangers, in my eyes, I would agree in that regards. I think they are a lock to make the playoffs. Pittsburgh Penguins, they're up there in age, and I have full respect to their organization for keeping Crosby, Malkin, and Latang together. Obviously, those three went on to you know win three Stanley Cup championships together. However, I just feel as though it doesn't really make sense to keep them going this long because they're getting older and you've already won your Stanley Cup. So why continue to just you know keep the band together when the band is already achieved? That's just my overall mindset. So once again, Full-blown respect to the Penguins organization that these three have been added for over a decade. And like I said early on in the episode, they've been together since like for, since like they won their first Stanley Cup together like in 2009, if, if my memory is good today. So once again, Penguins organization, A-plus in that regards. But I just feel as though it's definitely a slow death march. And I feel as though they definitely have to take that into consideration because they are just going to slow down. Father time is undefeated for a reason. And for the Washington Capitals, it's just like um, never underestimate a once in a generation type talent in Alexander Ovechkin. Now, I tweeted out this. I said, I feel as though the Devils have a chance to try and be a dark horse team. That fourth position is up for grabs between the Devils, the Capitals, the Islanders, and Columbus, in my opinion. Now, someone did challenge me on Twitter and asked me, look, if you had to bet your most prized possession on the fourth team, who would it be? Would you bet it on Washington or Jersey? Now, I got to be honest. If I do have something to lose, I'm going to have to go with Washington just because they have a a boatload of veterans. They have Alexander Ovechkin, and I feel as though that would be enough for them to just try to um, you know, get that fourth position. So I feel as though if I had to choose between the Devils and the Capitals, it would definitely be the Capitals in that regards. And it also helps the fact that they were able to get Darcy Kemper. So, you know, Darcy Kemper just won the Stanley Cup championship with the uh, Colorado Avalanche, and now he's going to be playing with the Washington Capitals. So they just traded out Vitek Vanacek for um, Darcy Kemper. So, you know, that's a win for the Washington Capitals organization. People say that Kemper is a little overrated, but I still feel as though he's a very good goalie. So we'll see what happens this upcoming year. And then uh, going down the list once again, when we look at the Devils, the overall question is like, 
have they pro- improved enough to the point where maybe they can be that sleeper team? They could be that dark horse team. And I feel as though they have, obviously, going into the offseason, there was just all sorts of rumors. There was all sorts of speculation. People were saying that the New Jersey Devils could have landed Johnny Goodrow. They could have landed Matthew Kachuk. There was like a deal in line for both those respective players. Then, obviously, they were in the running for Alex DeBrinkett and Kevin Fiala. I don't know how serious those discussions were, but they were in the running nonetheless. So the overall mindset is simply this, which is, did the Devils improve? Yes, by default, but is it enough for them to just take their organization to the next level? Well, there's some uh, factors that I want everyone to uh, be aware of. So first and foremost, it's going to have to start with Jack Hughes. And I don't want to put too much pressure on Jack Hughes, but I feel as though for Jack Hughes, he has to have an MVP caliber season what what i mean by that is like you don't have to uh finish in the top five of the heart memorial trophy race but you have to just try to put the devils on the map you got to try to make a bigger name for yourself i feel as though jack hughes is starting to get more respect throughout the league he was ranked in the top 20 for best centers in the nhl currently so i feel as though jack hughes is definitely getting his name out there but I, I need Jack Hughes to score anywhere from 90 to 100 points. He has to be healthy because I don't think he's played in more than 64 games dating back to his rookie year. So injuries have not been Jack Hughes' best friend. And here's what I'm hoping from Jack Hughes. So there, there's an athlete. His name is LeBron James, and he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers uh, in the National Basketball Association. There's this rumor saying that LeBron James spends a million dollars on his body, which is why he's able to just play, even though he's creeping in on 40. So I'm not saying Jack Hughes has to break the bank and spend millions of dollars on his body, but I really want to see Jack Hughes because what what was the one thing that Devils fans were talking about going into his rookie year? He needed to gain more weight. Now my thing for Jack Hughes is like, I think he has gained the weight or regardless if he's gained it or lost or whatever case might be, he knows how to use it. I want to see Jack Hughes just basically maybe change up his diet, change up his training plan, get a personal trainer, get in the gym, you know, go to these like intense training care facilities. You know, we have the technology to do it. So, you know, go to those facilities and just try to keep your body in check because I need Jack Hughes to play anywhere from 75 to maybe all 82 games this upcoming year because I felt as though when he was out at the beginning of the year, after suffering that shoulder injury, it was definitely a huge gap for the New Jersey Devils, and it was a gap that they were trying to fill for a long period of time. So it, it starts with Jack Hughes in that regards. Now, going over to the net mining position, I really need Mackenzie Blackwood, regardless if he's mad at the organization or not. I need Mackenzie Blackwood to be the Mackenzie Blackwood uh, of uh, a few years ago as to why we drafted him. Maybe he could win the Vesna Trophy. We need that kind of Mackenzie Blackwood because I remember when we were having discussions about Mackenzie Blackwood saying that maybe he could be a future Vesna Trophy winner, or I felt as though maybe he could put his name into the Vesna Trophy hunt. You know, he still very much can. It's it's going to be an uphill battle, but I want that kind of Mackenzie Blackwood, not the one where we're just wondering, oh, is he going to stay healthy? Oh, is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? Is he going to have a decent game? So. That's my overall thing for Mackenzie Blackwood going into this year. I need to see Mackenzie Blackwood just be that starting caliber goalie that I know he's capable of doing. And now for Dougie Hamilton, 
I feel as though Dougie Hamilton is very underrated because we don't talk enough about him. And we don't talk about the fact that he was a top free agent last year and he was a finalist for the Norris Trophy hunt. So I felt I feel as though Dougie Hamilton is very underrated and we should be talking more about what potential impact he can have this upcoming year. I know we talk about uh, Jonas Siegenthaler a lot and what he was able to do, but let's not sleep on the fact that Dougie Hamilton is a top-notch defenseman in this league, and I think it's time for him to uh, put the league on notice once again. So I need Dougie Hamilton to take a couple steps forward in that regards. Now, Jesper Bratt or Nico Heischer, I need one or two. It would be great if both of them can, but I need one of them to be an all-star alongside Jack Hughes this upcoming year. So I know that Nico Heischer, he's already been an all-star. He was an all-star before Jack Hughes. I know Jesper Bratt kind of uh, fell short of the final fan vote for the all-star position, but I need one of those two to be an all-star with Jack Hughes because I'm already, uh, I already have my bet set saying that uh, Jack Hughes is going to be an all-star this year. Now I need another Devils player to be an all-star with them, whether that's Dougie Hamilton, whether that's Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, whatever the case might be. I need another player to be an all-star with Jack the Truth Hughes in, in order for the Devils to be a respectable team. And it's going to start in special teams. It's going to start in the goaltending position. Defense, I think our offense is pretty okay. I think we're one of the better offensive units in the entire league. But the problem is we couldn't stop anyone. That's my genuine opinion. I feel as though the New Jersey Devils, they have a lot of potential when it comes to their forwards. But they really got to start to just put it all together because this is a great opportunity. Like I told you guys, the power rankings, and I told you what J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks said. He was struggling with uh, ranking teams four through seven. And rightfully so because it's just like who who's going to finish in what position? Columbus Blue Jackets, youngest team in the NHL. New York Islanders, one of the oldest teams in the NHL. Can the Pittsburgh Penguins slip a little bit? Can the Washington Capitals possibly slip a little bit? Those are all things – that I think Devils fans should definitely take into consideration going into this year. And someone asked me, like, do you anticipate Shashurskin to have a repeat year of what he was able to do? Because in net, you know, Shashurskin was definitely uh, an MVP caliber player. But do I anticipate for him to do it again? Maybe not exactly what he did, but I think he'll still be solid. Let's, let's be honest. So his worst is still better than most people's best but definitely better than the New Jersey Devils. So when it comes to him and net, I definitely uh, have faith in him in that regard. So let me know what you guys think about the New Jersey Devils. Let me know what you think about the locked on power rankings. Which team do you rank in what position? Where do you think the New Jersey Devils are going to finish? Who do you think is going to win the Metropolitan Division in the first position? Obviously, my colleagues say the Carolina Hurricanes, and I think the Hurricanes are going to have another good year too, but don't sleep on the Devils. That's all I got to say. So, that's all the time I have for you guys. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Wish me luck. Orientation is in a few hours.